Welcome to McKnight's Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information from industry leaders. Hello, this is Newsmakers, and I'm McKnight's Senior Editor, Kim Marcellus, live on the floor of the 2021 ACA NCAL Convention. Joining me in the McKnight's booth is Zach Schamberg, President and CEO of the Pennsylvania Healthcare Association. Welcome, Zach. Thanks for having me, Kim. Absolutely. So what's it like to be back here live with your colleagues from around the country? Well, it's great to be back. And what I find most beneficial about a conference like AHCA is the opportunity to meet with my colleagues, meet with my counterparts, and learn about what other states are experiencing. There's obviously no shortage of issues in Pennsylvania, in the long-term care sector, and it's in some ways comforting to know that other states are experiencing some of the same challenges that we are, and even more important, that they're addressing them. And so I think I'll come away from this conference knowing others are experiencing these same issues, they're combating these issues, but there are solutions out there. So you talk about everybody facing the same challenges, obviously you're talking about staffing and and COVID. Uh, Can't forget about COVID. So your organization just put out a survey indicating that 74% of PA providers had to limit admissions and 50% have wait lists over the last six months. Is this really the worst it's ever been in Pennsylvania? And is it fair to say that what happens in PA happens to the rest of the country too? Yeah, I think it is fair to say that what happens in Pennsylvania is happening or is going to happen throughout the country. I'm hearing from counterparts in other states that this is happening. Obviously, the workforce shortage and really the workforce crisis is the biggest issue right now. Whether it's recruiting and retaining staff, whether it's impending vaccine mandates, but ultimately, what does that mean? Every industry is dealing with a workforce issue or a workforce shortage, but when you're talking about long-term care, ultimately that means that we have providers in Pennsylvania who are being forced to turn away vulnerable seniors who need care. And we've got to do something about it. We've got to ensure that these providers in this sector has a robust workforce, especially in Pennsylvania, where we have an aging population and we're only getting older. Absolutely, people love our state because uh, great taxes That's for exactly seniors, right. so they're gonna keep on coming. <laughs> So in terms of what you're facing from state officials, we know that you are kind of being threatened with this staffing minimum. Yep. Um, you know, since they launched that proposal, have they come to work with you and to realize how bad staffing really is in terms of finding people? Well, they haven't necessarily brought us to the table. And from the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, we've really asked overall for two important tools in the fight against the pandemic or the fight during the pandemic, and that's collaboration and support. And unfortunately, with this latest staffing proposal and this proposed regulation, we haven't been brought to the table. And that's unfortunate, but we are looking to educate. We're looking to work with members of the legislature. We recently participated in a hearing with members of our Senate health and aging committees to really share the challenges that we're experiencing. And I think the release of last week's survey really put a pin in this issue and shown a bright light on the fact that we can't raise staffing minimums at a time when we're struggling to meet current minimums, at a time when we are quite literally turning vulnerable seniors away. It just doesn't work. 
And it's hard to change that narrative because I would imagine you need the families to recognize you're not turning these people away because you don't want their business. You literally cannot serve them at the level that you expect. That, that's exactly right. And that's the message that providers, unfortunately, have to share with those family members. And I would add, I'm a family member. I have a loved one in a personal care home, my grandfather. He was in a nursing home last year during the height of the pandemic. And I can't imagine being told I'd have to travel dozens or even hundreds of miles away just so my grandfather can receive care. But that's where we are in Pennsylvania right now. So we've got to take steps to fix this problem. And just quickly, is it more pronounced in rural areas or pretty even? We're seeing it everywhere. We're seeing it in the city of Philadelphia, where we're also facing an impending vaccine mandate on October 15th. But we're also seeing it in rural western Pennsylvania. It's everywhere. It's in every corner of the state. So not a bright light on the horizon statewide. Um, tell me what you're looking for and engaging around here in terms of possible solutions at ACA. Yeah, again, at the end of the day, what is most beneficial about a conference like this is meeting with and learning from my counterparts in other states who have tried to address this. We know that, for instance, a 4.1 staffing proposal has been brought up in other states, and I've learned quite a bit just over the past 24 hours on what other states did to combat a harmful proposal like that. Okay. We've looked at how other states have utilized CARES Act dollars and American Rescue Plan dollars. Is there a way in Pennsylvania to, out, to allocate some of those critical funds to providers so that they can be spent specifically on workforce initiatives? We've got to get creative. Other states have done that. We've done that already in Pennsylvania. I think there's more to do. I know Medicaid is always an issue in, in yep. Pennsylvania too. So um, maybe you want to talk about that, but any other must-haves that you feel like you really need to support your providers and keep them afloat like no, the next year ahead? Number one is Medicaid. And in, in Pennsylvania, we haven't seen a Medicaid increase since 2014. So where healthcare costs go up and up each and every year on average about 2.5%, we've seen our Medicaid rates remain stagnant. Well, that means providers can invest in their workers, they can invest in their facilities. Most importantly, they can invest in the care that they provide. So we have been successful and we've seen members of our legislature really step up over the last two years with CARES Act dollars, with ARP dollars. But in 2022, we've got to see a meaningful Medicaid investment. It's the only way to really sustain this industry where we've been so focused on survival. That's going to get us through the next five to ten years. And are you open to that being tied to workforce? Hey, we'll give you more Medicaid dollars, but you've got to spend 70% on staffing? 100%. I, we, we have been open to having conversations with the workers' unions in Pennsylvania, to other stakeholders and other groups, so that we can ensure the money is going where it's needed most. And right now, that is 100% the workforce and the care that we provide. So that, that hits my bullet points that I wanted to cover. Anything else that you want to put on the radar for folks listening to this? No, it's just that this is a sector in turmoil. It's a sector in crisis. We appreciate the McKnight's um, support every day, the message that you share, the stories that you share with your readers. And in Pennsylvania, we're going to continue to share our calls for support, for collaboration, and ultimately for the survival of the sector moving forward. Great. Thanks for sharing your insights and keep us posted. Thanks, Kim. So for McKnight's, this is Kim Marcellus. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to McKnight's Newsmakers Podcast. We hope you'll join us again. 